Hey, I'm Sean Leary, and this is QC Uncut, your number one podcast in the Quad Cities and your place for uncut, unedited, uncensored conversation with local newsmakers. And this week, there has really not been a local newsmaker bigger than the guy I'm talking to today. His name is Peter Robinson. Do you go by Peter? Peter. Pete. Pete. Pete Robinson, a.k.a. We were like, who's Pete Robinson? Well, have you heard of the QC catfish guy? The guy who was taking had a picture taken carrying a massive monster catfish that he had just caught in the river. This is the guy who is responsible for that. His picture has gone viral. He's become kind of a local folk hero. And he's enjoying his, you know, his Andy Warhol moment, his 15 minutes of celebrity here in the Quad Cities scene. Peter, Pete, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Uh, thank you for having me. What? Okay. I got to ask. When that day first started, what were you? What was going through your mind? You're just thinking, ah, I'm going to go down the river. Did you go down the river thinking you're going to go noodling? Or you're going to, you know, try and find a catfish, or were you just like cruising around and go through the the day as it began and you know how this this whole thing got kicked off? Well, as the day began, it all started with me going to court and everything for uh, community service hours. After I left the courthouse, I was just wondering, you know, what I'm going to do. What were you there for community service hours for? Uh, traffic tickets. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I was, I was crossing my fingers and hoping you were like, well, I, I killed a few guys. <laughs> no, no, not this time. <laughs> okay, I went down to the river to hide the bodies, and I saw a catfish there, and I thought, yeah, yeah it looks good. Yeah. The circle of life. It didn't quite happen like that, per se. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I was just wandering around after court. My friends called me up. They're like, hey, we're down at the Sky Bridge, you know, hanging out, you know, by the floodwaters. By the time I got down there and I was with them, they're like, dude, there's a giant catfish in the water. I keep trying to swim up on the sidewalk and stuff. I'm like, well, let's go try to put it back in and, you know, try to get it back in deeper water. Unfortunately, it was near death, so after like three or four times of trying to put it back in, my friends gave up, went back to smoking cigarettes and, you know, BSing around. And I'm like, y'all, I'm going to take this catfish. They're like, huh? I'm like, yeah, I'm freaking serious. I'm going to take this catfish. It's too freaking huge to, like, just ignore. I'm taking it. You know? And they're like, what you going to do with it? I said, I'm going to go try to have one of my other friends fillet it. (laughs) And, uh carried it through downtown to try to get it to my friend's place up on 6th and Myrtle and he didn't have a fillet knife I was kind of disappointed in him on that but then so you weren't noodling per se you weren't out there with the intent of catching a catfish this could come up in court later Pete so be careful about what you say so you just were there you saw this catfish it was struggling you guys tried to help it and it became obvious that the catfish was not gonna make it so you just picked it up yes and uh, I believe the definition of noodling and noodling all together I've done it before is you have to be immersed in the water. You have to be inside the water to have it considered noodling. I did not get wet until I picked the fish up. I was not in the water at any point in time before I grabbed the fish. So, you're walking back to your friend's house. Did you have any idea people were taking picture pictures of you <laughs> as you were doing that? 
Yes, uh, I didn't even get a block before three people was asking about the fish and wanting to take pictures of the fish. And out of all the people, you know, that took pictures, I didn't see Aaron's, you know, when he took uh, the photograph that made me famous. But a lot of people were taking pictures and giving me props on the fish and... I didn't think anything of it. I figured that somewhere along the line I was going to end up on Facebook or something because of all the pictures, mm -hmm. you know, and all the attention. The last thing in my mind was what's going on right now. Like, world famous. I'm all over the freaking world. T-shirts being made. Tattoos. Shows. I am guest starring on a lot of shows. News episodes. Radio episodes and talk shows. And I even gave the fish away, so I didn't even get to taste the fish at all. So that's what, that's going to be one of my next questions: is how big exactly was the fish? And feel free to exaggerate because this is a fish story. Uh, and did you even get to have any of the? Did you get to enjoy any of the fish at all? What happened to the fish? Well, I gave it away to a couple of guys after my friend didn't have any fillet knives. I was literally about to dump it in the alleyway by a pawn shop and on Marquette just so maybe someone would take it off my hands. Literally. Literally, this was freaking heavy by then. And uh, I didn't get any of the fish. The two guys I gave it to took it up to Johnny's Meat Market. I was claiming it was about 50 pounds. It felt like a small six-year-old child in my arms. But I talked to Johnny's the next day, and they, the guys tried claiming it was their catch. Unfortunately for them, and as luck has it, two of Johnny's employees drove by while I was carrying it, and it was already viral. Mm -hmm. And uh, I talked to them. They said it was about 37 to 40 pounds. The two guys got 20 pounds of meat out of it. It was a three-foot-long catfish. So you get, ended up getting... None of the catfish. They didn't even offer to share it with you. Uh, did they? Did they come back and say, "Ah, Pete, we feel a little bad. You know, come on over, have some Cajun catfish." No. Uh, when I first gave it to them, they're like, "Oh, thank you." You know, they're like, "You know, where do you hang out so I could bring some to you? A couple of fillets." I'm like, "I don't want nothing to do more with that fish. I absolutely <laughs> is too heavy. It's too tough. I'm not doing it. I don't want nothing." I'm like, "Have it all." And then they drove off. Next thing I know, they were at Johnny's trying to claim it was theirs. So, and we were actually part of this. Quadcities.com were part of this. I remember seeing this picture on Facebook and immediately was like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. And so I get, grabbed the picture. We put it up on quadcities.com. put it up on the quadcities.com Facebook. And I didn't think anything of it. I mean, because we put funny pictures up all the time. Um all of a sudden, like, I go to check it that afternoon, a few hours later, there's, like, 350 likes on it. There's 190 shares. It's just going nuts. And then, you know, people are commenting all over, and they're tagging the news networks and every, and every you know, news channels and stuff like that. What was that like for you? Like, when did you first find out that it was going viral and, like... What, 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 how did you feel when you first saw it, when you first saw the posts out there? Um, it was like five minutes after I got rid of the fish. My friend Dana texted me, or called me actually. She's like, 
Is that you in the picture I just sent you? I'm like, well, my phone's not on Wi-Fi right now. I'm like, not sure. She's like, red shirt, carrying a fish. I'm like, yeah. She's like, you're on the people at Davenport page. I'm like, oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, I figured someone's going to post it. Well, less than an hour later, after the whole thing happened, I was back at the library on Wi-Fi, and I checked. And my jaws hit the floor. <laughs> Literally, like, 200 and some likes already. Like, 150 shares. Like, 400 and some com Or, like, 200 and some comments at the time. And I, I was just watching as the numbers rose and rose and rose and rose. It's like... When is it going to stop? And next day, you know, less than 24 hours later, 1.4 thousand likes, 770 some shares, 400 and some comments. It was something out of a dream. Mm -hmm. So what has it been like? So then you got started getting contacted by various media. Um, and we reached out to you. You've been on like a lot of the, the news channels and stuff. Has there been anybody from outside of the Quad Cities? Obviously, within the Quad Cities, everybody knows you know about this. But you know, have you gotten contacted by like Jimmy Fallon or you know Jimmy Kimmel or anybody not named Jimmy who has a national television show? Um, unfortunately, not yet. Some people have said that the stories have been sent to Ellen and the Good morning america mm -hmm. i have not heard back from any national uh, news agencies i did do a phone interview with the radio talk show out of uh what is it where was it uh knoxville tennessee today mm -hmm. i did a talk or er, phone interview with them and uh 99.7 the other day i had a phone interview mm -hmm. so you've got when did you first start? I noticed you got a tattoo already. Yeah. You've got a t-shirt already. Yeah, two t-shirts are already... There's two t-shirts that's already made by Massive B's uh, custom t-shirts. And uh, there's links on his site and... What is that again? What's the what's the website? Master B's custom tees okay. and t-shirts. Uh, he has printed up a white t-shirt, which everybody seems to want right now. And the t-shirt I'm wearing, uh, I get $5 for every t-shirt sold. That's a good deal. How much are, how much are they running for? Uh, not quite sure. I've not looked down his webpage yet, but I'm not in this all for money. I mean... Dude, it's like found money. I mean, it just fall, fell on your lap. I mean, uh, of, course, of all the things to become kind of a, a folk hero or urban legend for um, and go viral, this isn't such a bad thing. You know, I mean, there are a lot worse things that could that you could go viral on. Trust me. Yes. You've seen them. So, I mean, that's actually kind of cool. What does it feel like to have people... I mean, you've gone from, like, not being in this position to having people recognize you and know you and you know what what is that like for you what's that been like this week um knowing and already stating in the news and everything wednesday i was a nobody i was a homeless nobody like i was surprised if someone actually outside my circle knew who i was and then thursday when i go to bed i'm like nationally recognized as the catfish man and everybody knowing me and it's at first it was overwhelming it still does get overwhelming at times and i'll you know go recluse for a little bit but i love it because 
I could reach more people with what I've always been trying to do in my life, and that is get the focus on cheer and happiness, help people out, and with all these people reaching out to me, I'm able to, you know, hopefully get out of being homeless. There's a lot of job opportunities coming out, uh, show gigs that people want me to show up to. Um, it's just awesome that I have such a loving, loyal following, you know. They're just out of nowhere, and it's just amazing that, like I've always said, a smile could change your life. I never expected a smile, my smile to change mine. Hmm. Well, and I think it's one of the reasons why people have like kind of latched onto this is because it's just fun it's just like a fun you know fun funny thing that you know holy crap that guy's carrying a freaking catfish down the street you know just totally random but it made so many people laugh it made so many people smile um you know just kind of a light-hearted thing i mean like i said of all the things to go viral for this isn't such a bad thing because it's you know kind of a cool little uh you know just kind of an amusing satellite um what was it like you you mentioned you were homeless how long have you been homeless um and are you you know when you say uh, are you staying with friends where do you where do you stay um i've been homeless a little over a year unfortunately and normally i'd be i'll be staying with friends the shelter i was staying at's about to close down for the season um it's just it was hard you know and it still is hard sometimes, even with all the fame, trying to, you know, find a place to stay. But I'm going to keep my head above water like I always do, and I'm not going to let the fame change who I am. I'm going to remain humble. I'm going to remain loyal to helping other people and bettering myself and this opportunity is allowing me to do that get back on my feet and continuously help other people i was just going to ask you that how has this helped you in terms of finding a place to stay that's a little more permanent because you had mentioned to me before we started recording that you were staying with friends and stuff um but how has this helped you you know find a place that's a little bit more permanent maybe get some job opportunities what kind of jobs are you looking for uh, let's put that out there and you know how can people get a hold of you how can people maybe help you out um I'm looking pretty much for any job that allows felons to work there. <laughs> I'm a, unfortunately also a four-time felon uh, for violent crimes, mostly against the police officers. And I apologize to the police all the time now about that and trying to correct my past. Um, just whatever job, mostly construction, cooking, anything with hospitality and dealing with people. Uh, there's many, many job opportunities that have already come to me. It's just hard to balance all the show gigs with the job opportunities. Housing uh, is still pretty much the same situation, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, 
What are some some of the how can people get a hold of you? Do you, I, you mentioned you had a phone. Um, what I don't know if you want to give out your number, or you give out your email, anything like that, that people can get in touch with you in case they do want to give you a, some an opportunity to you know get back on your feet and help you out. Is there anything you know any place that people can get in touch with you? Uh, yes, you can get in touch with me via Facebook. I made a post with my number for opportunities. You know, anyone with an opportunity, I post my number. And uh, it's Peter Robinson under Facebook. And you can't miss it. I'm the fish guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like just like that. Go through Facebook and you'll find me. And that's how most people contact me. You mentioned you had some difficulties in the past in regard to some felonies. Um, and, you know, however much you want to explain that, or if you don't, that's fine. Um, how is How have you turned your life around prior to this, and how does this factor into you turning your life around? Because you seem very contrite in regard to that as well. You seem like, you know, you realize that you made some mistakes, and, you know, you're turn, trying to turn your life around, but you were trying to turn your life around before all this happened, too. Yeah. Um... Yeah, my past, I used to be a very, very angry person growing up. I used to fight and snap out on a, you know, turn of a nickel, you know, just a flip of a switch, I'm there. And I've been in prison three times, and I'm getting too old for it. There's too much hate and depression and everything and hurt in the world right now anyway and i don't want to be part of that anymore i'm trying to promote peace happiness you know just chill relax i made a post on facebook earlier i'm like everybody's entitled to their own opinion we as human beings with common sense need to recognize that we need to promote peace and love and understanding like you can't get mad because you don't agree with someone else's opinion if we all agreed on all had the same opinion the world would be really boring you know you need something to debate about but don't use it to create more drama in the world try to see each other's point of view because a point of view always comes to a point you know somewhere in that point of view of everybody is a single spot where it stems from and if you guys talk to each other you'll see that there's actually common ground um what do you see and what do you get this weekend obviously you've got um qc storm game you're doing a, a tomfoolery on tree yeah the renwick mansion tomfoolery on tree what are you gonna be doing at tomfoolery on friday night um, and how did that come about Actually, uh, the guy from Tomfoolery, I forgot the contact. Chris Lichting. Yes. Uh, he contacted me via messenger and asked if I would be interested in making a guest appearance there. Uh, he's going to have me autograph memes. There's a tip jar, take pictures, just enjoy the night, mingle with the crowd. And, yeah, it was just via Facebook after all this excitement. Mm-hmm. And what about the Storm game on on Saturday night? You're going to be the Storm game? Yes. Okay. And Saturday night, I will be at the Quad City Storm game once again via Facebook. I was approached to see if I wanted to be there. I agreed to, you know, make an appearance. Also, uh, it turned out that with 
Baked Beer and Bread Company. Uh, they've been sponsoring a fish fry all week in, you know, help me out or to help me out. Uh, the proceeds will go to me. I just found out myself today when we went to talk to WHBF that they will be presenting me with the check from the catfish dinner proceeds center ice at the hockey game. And instead of uh, throwing uh, pucks and hats on the ice, I believe they're talking about something about throwing catfish. <laughs> <laughs> like actual catfish. So it would be like uh, in Detroit where they throw the octopi on the, on the rink. Uh, yeah, something like that. I think they're going to have like little stuffed catfish or something that they are going to throw. That's a little less messy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just a little less. So what else you got going on in the future? What else is coming up for you? Um, on the 28th, I have something in Savannah that I got asked if I would go to. is a paid gig. I'm not quite sure what that one is yet. On April 20th, uh, Cloud9 has an event for kids up on Locust in front of Saymore. I will be up there. There will be a, a cardboard cutout of me holding the fish. My face will be removed so the kids can stick their face in it and take a picture next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, once again, probably autographs, selfies. Uh-huh. Um I just got invited to appear at the situation coming up. They're having a... What's the... I forgot the name of the band. I apologize for that if you're listening. But it's like a rave concert type thing, and they invited me over there. Where's that at? Uh, The situation is also, I believe, the Comedy Sports Club in Rock Island. Okay, so it's at the establishment. Oh, the establishment. I keep saying the situation. I'm like, (laughs) the whole... It's like, yeah. The situation I'm in is like... Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be at the establishment during that. And they just keep piling in, like, here and there. Interview with the news, interview with the news, interview on radio, interview on radio, news. It's everywhere. How do you see this being kind of a springboard for you to, you know, continue on the positive path that you're on? Um, I keep getting feedback from all my followers who I love and everything for their loyalty to me uh and i see it as a springboard because the world now is seeing my reaction and how chill i am and how personable i answer pretty much all like my friend requests i'll answer and i'll say hey what's up how is life or if i can if i have time i will do that you know and people are seeing that there are really good people out there and now people know I'm homeless also it's shining a light that not all homeless people are to be shunned and feared and that people are actually laughing and talking making memes and just having a great time for a post that I was in like to be part of that to be part of something that changes people's focus from the dimness and darkness and dreariness of life to make them laugh and smile and just have fun Mm -hmm. it's just amazing it's speechless it's a dream it really is a dream cool man is there anything else that you'd like to add that we haven't talked about you think is important uh not at this time i think we covered all our bases do you plan on at least filled in all the lakes? <laughs> <laughs> plan on doing any fishing anytime soon? Um, 
Not anytime soon. I got a busy schedule, but I will not be noodling in Iowa. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I've had offers upon offers to come out and fish with people as well. I was gonna say, <laughs> you, you'd think that somebody would come forward with like a, a sponsorship or something, or there'd be some invitation to some fishing invitational or something like that. Yeah, um, nothing major with that edge of everything, but I'm hoping that maybe they will be coming in, like maybe a fishing sponsorship, because with some of the funds, after I get myself established again and on my feet, I want to use any extra funds that I'm raising to try to start a youth fishing tournament out in Lost Nation Lake. You know, to get the at-risk youth and everything a chance to get out and realize that there's something other than carrying a gun. Carry a fishing pole, you know. Hook, line, and sinker. Instead of, you know, being lowered into the ground and losing our future. Right now, as the world's been, our future, as everyone knows, lies in the kids. But the kids keep lying in caskets because they don't have nothing better to do, you know, besides go out and get in trouble. So that's what I'm trying to provide is... And awareness that there are many things that you could do. Very cool, man. Um, Once again, let's tell people how they can get in touch with you, how people might be able to help you out. Give me me your uh, contact information and um, Facebook page, stuff like that. Okay, uh, once again, my name is Peter Robinson. If you want to get in touch with me, you can go to my Facebook page. It's P-E-T-E-R-R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. You will see two of the fish pictures and memes that everybody's been posting. Uh, my phone number is also listed on Facebook, 563-650-1678. If you have any opportunities or want me to make any special appearances, that would how you be getting in touch with me. And what's your email address again? Uh, B-R-K-N-D-R-E-A-M-E-R at gmail.com. It's pronounced Broken Dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Pete, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Once again, Pete Robinson, the catfish guy, the QC catfish guy, has gone viral. And who knows where this is going to end. I mean, like I said, this could end up, you could end up on, you know, Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. Could end up going national. That'd be kind of cool. So I wish you all the best. And sounds like you're making some positive strides to get your life back on track and everything. That's very cool. And, of course, I wish you all the best in regard to that. And, man... Take care. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to QC Uncut. Uncut, unedited, uncensored conversation with local newsmakers. I'm Sean Leary. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Have a great day.